Welcome back to the Sunday Ascendant. I know I've been missing you a couple days. Well, two, two weeks worth of episodes, but... I was a bit busy. Anyway, let's get into the second episode. November 22nd, 2020. Okay. Starting off with the election that I missed. Because I was busy and doing a lot of other crap. If we look at what happened in the United States, Joe Biden is basically the winner. Took the same seats that Trump took from that Trump got in 2016, 300, three, 306 electoral votes. Trump has no chance. You see places like OAN that are not showing Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, all that stuff. It's like it's just cope. Things like that should be banned. So it looks like that we had an, a, an okay, like I'd say, it's it's no it's in between like the words good and okay, okay goodish, performance with the top ballot performance, but in the house, it is so sad. Two thirty two, we had when we went into this election, and we have two and we have two hundred and twenty two Democratic seats. We took the house, but it's, it's not comfortable. You need 218 seats for control, and 218 minus 222 is, well, four seats. Let me check out my calculator real quick. Four seats. That that's not a nice margin to be 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 by. And apparently, all the people that supported Medicare for all and all that, they got reelected. The ones that did got thrown out. So the Republicans had a pretty pretty good down ballot performance. But the Senate, but the House, we got it. The Senate. The Republicans are 50 or 50. They just need to win one more seat, which is in Georgia, and they control the Senate. And if that happens, it just means that Joe Biden will have an excuse not to put like a lot of progressive policies. Bernie was already thrown freezed out of this out of cabinet. So at least if we take the, uh, the, the Senate, it'll be 50-50, but the vice president will vote with the president, which is Democratic, and it just means that we effectively have a 51. We have 51 seats with 50 with the vice president. If that happens, it just means that we can still get policies pushed by, and we just barely scrape by. This is basically another senatorial 2000 moment. Dude, Georgians, they need, they need. Georgia is actually our hope. Hopefully people will vote blue down, will vote blue for the senatorial runoffs. <laughs> because this is, this is unreal. In the Republic, we cannot even afford to miss one seat. We cannot miss. 
if if Republicans get one more, that would just stifle anything, because the Senate confirms people to secretary positions, directors, all that. So it just means that the only way Biden could get things in is through recess appointments. And if the Senate decides to go doing pro, decides to go do pro forma crap. That would just mean that it'll be hard. But apparently, if from a CGP video that I watched from CGP Gray, the the president you could just you can recall Congress to pass some to pass some bills or whatever, and then you can forcibly discharge them. So Biden could just forcibly discharge Congress, and then put some you know appointments there. They serve. The, the whole entire recess and the entire Senate term and then they get reconfirmed and you can just keep discharging Congress and keep doing what you want to do but I don't know maybe ask Legal Eagle or something Georgia is our hope like Kentucky reconfirms McConnell, which I'm not surprised. They, 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 they literally shafted Booker. They, they shafted Booker in the primary, putting little tiny voter, restricting the polling stations. That was there to help Booker, Book McGrath. And then, a little, a, 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 a Republican Democrat wants to run with an actual Republican, you might as well just vote for the Republican. And that's what happened in Kentucky. At least if we had Charles Booker, we would have gotten a bigger advantage because if you put up real populist ideas, you put up strong good ideas, and you want to help the people, people will say, oh, this guy represents me. But then you get primaried with some establishment corporatist Democrat like this, what the hell? And then in Maine, they, they confirm Collins. So I guess they're going to be stuck with Collins for another six years. So give me a break. We need Georgia. We need a Georgia. Well, anyway, let's move into our next segment. So if we look to Canada again, there was a a motion to, well, impose a wealth tax. Opposition motion, tax measures to support Canadians. If we see the result, the Greens and the NDP voted yay. Liberals blocking the Conservatives voted nay. So 27 yay versus 292 nay. And according to Settler, Settle in Stet... Settle in Stet... And settlers on Instagram. We have like Rob Morrison, Glenn Motes, Aaron O'Toole, Pierre Polyev, Michelle Rumpel, Blake Richards. All voted no. Then you had the the rest of the NDP. Vote yay. One NDP one NDP MP did not. Including Jack Mitzing, then the block. No. The Blanchette did not vote. 
the independents did not vote, and the everyone in the Green parties voted yay. So yeah, and if and according to polling, and according to uh, taxfairness.ca, a majority of Canadians want corporations to you know, help pay for COVID-19 recovery. 75% polled or support it. And this is a and this is a poll from Abacus Data. Seventy five Canadians polled support it. Thirteen percent are opposed. And that's the total support and total opposition. And according to polling data, people who are in the parties, that is polling data on Inst on Twitter, and their data set from Instagram. I mean, data set from Abacus Data, that has been curated by Polling Canada, on Twitter says, well, the Bloc Québécois, 93% support a wealth tax on wealth more than 20 million in net assets. 93% from the Bloc Québécois, 87% from the NDP, 86% from the Liberals, the Greens, 95%, and the CPC, 64%. Over 50%, over 60% in each party, the people polled that are belong to a party, Support it. But if we look to basically in the House on who voted for it, the Bloc Québécois 0%, NDP 100%, Liberals 0%, Greens 100%, CPC 0%. Wow. This is unreal. Like, you elect these people, you, they say, we represent Canadians. Well, in practice they do, but, well, on paper they're supposed to, but in practice they don't. They come to you, they come to your district, they, they, they campaign, and sometimes they don't even have to do anything. And so they can, sh and so they can, well, say, hmm. Well, you know, we need some votes. Like, well, a lot of people think about politics like it's like a presidential election. Like you're voting for a person. You're voting for ideas. A person might say, I these are the ideas that I will push, but those are ideas. You're not voting for a person. Don't make this a cult. Like, they come to your district, they say we're going to represent for you, and then they don't do anything. Like, you might care about the party, but this is not team sports where you want to get the majority and then you rule the country for a couple of years. You always want to care about your local MP because you elect them and they're meant to represent you. So make sure they're representing you. If you support a wealth tax and they voted no, send them a letter. Give them a phone call. Send them an email. Message them on platforms, on Facebook, whatever, and say, why did you, why did you vote no? And of course, I'm going to have to look into this motion. So I'm just going to go to ourcommons.ca and see what this motion was about. Hmm. 
What am I supposed to find stuff? Okay, parliamentary business. Motions. With motions. Alberta's website is easier to navigate than this. What the hell is? What the hell is this? Motions. Hold on, I'm back. So I'm back. I found the motion text, and it basically says that that, given since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, Canadian billionaires are now $37 billion richer, while the most vulnerable are struggling. The House called upon the government to put to put in place a new 1% tax on wealth over $20 million and an excess profit tax on big corporations that have been profiting from the pandemic, and to reinvest the billions of dollars recouped from these measures to A, expand income security programs to ensure all individuals residing in Canada have a guaranteed livable basic income, expand health, B, expand health care, including putting in place a national dental care program and a universal single-payer public pharmacare program, and C, meaningfully implement the right to housing with a full plan set out in the Recovery for All campaign and immediately fund a for Indigenous, by Indigenous, urban, rural, and nor northern housing strategy delivered by Indigenous housing providers. And we can see that uh, in total, 319 voted, 27 yay, 292 nay. This is disgusting. This is just so disgusting. Like, we know that the people in, the pan in this country, or in Canada, are suffering. And the government is like, LMAO. What if we just shaft Canadians and just give them a big middle finger into the face? I know I'm going to be freaking talking to my MP. Next episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some envelopes. And I'm gonna get, I need to get more envelopes. I'm going to write them a letter. And I'm going to show the letter before I send it to him. Probably also going to be sending it to some other party leaders saying, what the hell? Like, people pull from Abacus data. So many people support it. So many people support this. Over 60% in each party supports a wealth tax. And you know, a universal dental and pharmacare program? Amazing. We can pay for this. It's just that these people, they come to you and they say, oh, we're going to help you, we're going to help you. And then they either do blackface, say racist, say racist crap, or turn around and go say, oh, corporate donors, Kevin O'Leary, what can we do for you? What can we do for you, Canadian billionaires? What can we do for you? You want more money? We can make you $37 billion richer right now. Like, it's just like these Western countries, they gave out billions and billions of dollars. The United States... Billions of dollars to corporations. Canada, billions of dollars to corporations and billionaires. These people have enough money. This is disgusting. If you are disgusted by this, well, there will be a link down in the description. Well, there will be two links or a couple links down in the description showing on where, basically, where you can find your MP, find your MP's name, then you can see whether they voted yay or nay. If they voted yay, maybe you can say, I'm so happy you voted yay. And maybe you could, you know, work with them to do something. Or maybe you could do start advocacy. And if they voted nay, ask them why. Like, this is, this is serious.
Well, that's all I've got for the Sunday sending this week. I'll see what I'll come cover next week as we leave November and enter December and about to leave 2020. And we'll see, well, what we'll do. I'll see you guys. Next week, which will be November 29th. See ya.